Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday to you. It is sunny and beautiful, and it is the middle of May, which makes it just awesome because we really appreciate when the weather cooperates in springtime, <laughs> almost summertime here in Michigan, because we every once in a while get these cold flashes that make us crazy, or at least make me crazy. Ah, man, it is so nice outside. I am so full of energy um, from the great weather we're having, and also from some great coaching calls I've been having this week. Just amazed by some of the incredible things you guys are pulling off, you know, as women entrepreneurs, as leaders of your families, as the, you know, first responder for the kids who need everything from you right now, had some incredible conversations about all the tough stuff we have to do in life and all the decisions that we have to make to uh, raise these great families we're raising. And I've been having some really cool conversations about something that's the polar opposite of that. And it's all about the metrics and the numbers and the finances of business and how to make really good decisions for your business based on your finances, based on these metrics that we can track. And guys, if you're listening to this or if you saw this podcast title and you're like, oh my God, and you're just kind of like covering your head with some papers on your desk because you're hiding from your finances, have no fear. I just want to let you know that I would say 10 out of the 12 clients that I have at any given time are completely scared of their metrics. They're scared of their numbers. They really want to know a lot about them. They want to feel in control, but they quite honestly aren't really tracking anything. And they're really crossing their fingers and holding their nose and closing their eyes that everything is okay instead of being empowered by knowing what their numbers are and being able to make great decisions from that. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time about why this seems to be happening with us women entrepreneurs because I did it too. And if you're listening to this, you know why you're doing it, and I do too. So I get it, all right? But (laughs) I thought it might be helpful if I just gave you a few things that I'm talking through with all of my clients and asking them, to keep a track of and make sure that they keep their fingers on the pulse of these things because this is how you make good decisions going forward. So I'm just going to I'm just going to rattle off a few of these because if you're thinking like, "Yeah, Lara, I know, I know, I know. I need to really be better about my financials." Okay, let me give you a few places to start, okay? All right. Here are some of the things that just that most of us generally track. So let's start with the easy stuff, okay? The things that I find most of my clients are tracking at so, in some minimal way or others are these things. Number one, revenue. And by revenue, I don't mean profit, okay? Most of you are not tracking that. Most of you are tracking revenue. And what we mean by that, revenue is just a big word for how much money you're making, how much money people pay you, 
what what amount of money your customers are handing over to you. That's called revenue. And that's the number that if any of us are going to look at, that's the one we look at because we like that number. We like to say, hey, I made you know, $3,000 in sales this week or this month or whatever, right? And that's a great number. It's a good number to track. So that's called revenue, and it is very important to track it. In fact, I would love for you to be tracking that on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis. And, guys, you could do it just in an Excel spreadsheet. Open it up put January, February, March, April, May, June, July, whatever, all the way through the year. And at the end of each month, plop in that number. And little by little, you should be able to, you know, by just starting now and just entering the number, what amount of sales did you have last month? And you enter that number each month. If you keep up with that in a spreadsheet, it will really help you. It's amazing how much data you can get from that. When you start comparing you know, quarterly sales, monthly sales, month-to-month sales, and year-to-year sales. Like how much did you sell in January last year versus in January this year, okay? That's the first one. The other absolutely critical metric you need to track is new clients or new customers. How many of them do you get? I would recommend tracking this on at least a monthly basis. You need to know whether, you know, to understand whether or not your pipeline is healthy, You know, we're always out there marketing. We're always out there trying to get new people in. You need to track that. Did you get as many this month as you got last month? Did you get as many this year as you've gotten in in previous years? Are you getting more or are you getting less? By studying these metrics, these really simple numbers, it can give you a signal like, hey, your pipeline's really healthy and you're doing something right because, wow, you got a lot more people in the door this month than last month or this year than last year when we look comparing month over month, okay, month to month uh, across the years. But if you see a downslide, that's an indicator like, hey, something's going on and we need to pay attention because you're not getting as many clients in the door. One of my uh, The Daily Method franchises has really been looking at this. They were surprised to see that the amount of new clients they were bringing in the door this year and this month was less than May last year. That's an indicator something's going on. Well, what happened? We happen to know two other fitness studios opened right near them. And of course, that made a ding, right? So something like that isn't a cause. I know this is one of the reasons you're saying, Laura, I don't want to look at my numbers because I don't want to see these numbers going down. It scares the heck out of me. And I might cry and I might just quit and give up because I'm working so hard already. And if something like that ever happened, I would just be devastated. I get that, guys. We're an emotional bunch. Got it. However, if you don't track something like that and you don't see it coming, how will you be ever how will you ever be able to make good decisions about sales or marketing? Like you could shift your marketing and get totally different results. You could shift your sales. You could offer a certain promo at a certain time of the year that you've never done before and get totally different results. And you would get that because you're tracking those numbers. And it would make sense to you that you understand you got a message from your numbers that said, hey, you need to do something here, okay? That's why we track it because it helps us have an indicator of is my business healthy or not, okay? And the amount of new clients that you're getting in the door or new customers you're getting in the door every week or every month, at least track it on a monthly basis, is a great indicator of the health of your business, okay? The other thing that I really 
if people are tracking, I appreciate this when they come into me and they say that they're already tracking this. It's still pretty rare, <laughs> but I love it. It's sales leads. How's your lead generation going? You know, where are you finding new people? Because we've always got to find new people, right? Well, that's an expensive job. And we want to, you know, getting new clients in the door, it costs a lot of money for a business owner. So we want to track that and we want to make sure that getting sales leads is working for us. What are you doing? Are you doing PR, marketing, social media, traditional media? Are you doing networking events? Are you doing um, out? Um, outside community events? Are you partnering, doing joint ventures? What are you doing to get new sales leads? Okay, you want to check that and again, compare it at least monthly. I got this many leads from here, you know, from my Groupon. I got this many people who signed up for this uh, free workshop. I got this many people who came to the trade show that I attended. I got this many signups on email from this networking event I went to. Whatever it is, you need to track that stuff so you can see what works and where you want to you know, put the pedal to the metal and do more of because you're getting good results and where you may want to dial things back and stop send, spending your money because you're not getting good results in one of those processes that you're using to get new sales leads. All right? So these are really the, the core three that I start with. There are more, but again, I don't want to overwhelm you. If you focused on these three, I would be very proud of you. You would, you would feel so much better. You would feel such a sense of control about making business decisions about where to spend your money and how, okay? I'm going to give you a few more that do matter, all right? After those top three, here are some other ones that are really important. Sales conversions, okay? Let's say that you give somebody a special offer. Let's say you have a, a really low price webinar. It's $19. And you're going to give, you know, an e-guide away at the end of it, yada, yada, yada. How many people signed up for the webinar, okay? Let's, even if it was a free webinar, let's call it a sales generation thing or a lead generation thing. How many people signed up for the webinar? If it was 100 people, okay, awesome. Out of those 100 people, how many of them actually bought the e-guide or whatever the special offer is that you offered at the end? That's a sales conversion, Okay, we want to know how many people bought the offer that you gave them next. All right, you want a good, healthy percentage. I'd love 20% is a very reasonable number. I have, I have clients that are getting much higher than that. I have clients that are doing a lot lower and not tracking it. Okay, if you, for instance, if you're doing a ton of webinars and you get a you know, thousand people to sign up, but nobody ever buys your offer at the end, then that is an indication, guys. It's not a reason for you to hang things up and go, God, I just, I'm a failure. It's an indication of something. And so what I would coach you on in this situation is I would check on your offer. What kind of offer is it? Is it at the right price point for your audience? Is it at the right price point for whatever level of intro offer you've been giving them already to get them to sign on to your webinar? It, are you training your email list or your sign-up list or however you're collecting these leads, are you training them to be prepared to be marketed to and to be prepared to be promoted to with a special offer? Do they expect that you're going to ask them to buy something now and then or not? <laughs> Raising my hand here, guys, for a very long time, <clears throat> I trained my email list that I just gave free stuff. I gave free tips and free coaching, free advice, and I didn't really ask them to buy anything. 
So that was on me. I had to learn to change my marketing strategy, okay? Um, Another thing I really want you to track is customer retention. It doesn't matter if you're doing all the work at getting all these people in the door, but then they leave after a month or they leave after buying one thing or they leave after, you know, a week of of spending time with you or or buying your service or your your products. If they don't stay, it's like I just said earlier, it's so expensive to get new people in the door. If you don't have good customer retention, if customers don't buy from you again and again, then we need to understand what's happening. Are they getting lost? Are, they, are, we, are we forgetting to market to them? Are we forgetting to take good care of them? Could we do something to do customer loyalty promos, for instance, to let them know how much we care and how much they matter to us? What do we need to do differently? Because retaining those customers will always be less expensive than finding new ones. Okay, so tracking customer retention is such a smart metric to track. The next one I want to mention is often, often neglected, and it's your profit margin. Okay, I have some customers who, um, who sell a lot of retail. Who, I have some customers who run online businesses, who everything they do is online, so it feels like you know, their profit margin is, is great. You know, every time somebody pays them, it feels like, yay, free money. But guys, if you're not paying attention to what it costs for you to run your online business or to things like cost of goods sold, what did it cost you to buy those products that you are turning around and selling? What profit margin? How much did you mark those things up so that you got some revenue? If you're a marketing or a PR firm and you are reselling somebody else's services because maybe you're using freelancers to help you do your business, Good job, but if you're not marking that up, if your rates are not high enough that you're having a profit margin on that, that could be an unhealthy situation for your business. So oh, I could go on and on. But guys, those are a few of the metrics that I would directly suggest that you check and that you track every single month. If you can track it on a weekly basis, it's going to be better, but at least every single month, okay? So think those over. If this feels like an uphill battle for you, I get it. Give me a call and I will help you make sense of your metrics and help you get started, okay? It doesn't take forever to figure this out. And I promise at the end of the day, you get to feel empowered and fantastic about all the tracking you're doing and decisions you are making. All right. Until next time, I am Laura Galloway, the Bob Biz Coach. 